Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Korolbeck. We are in person. Yeah. Week six of Sunday is over. We're going to go through categories. We're here in Los Angeles right now. and Sunny Los Angeles. It was actually really cloudy. It rained sure. a lot. I know. I brought the, brought the shitty weather down. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you brought Seattle with us. With you. We're literally talking about the weather. We're, <laughs> Boy, start. do we need it, though. Uh, good start. Okay. <laughs> winners and losers of the week. Mm-hmm. First winner, underdogs. Literally, the underdogs won everything. Giants beat the Ravens. Which we'll you get had to, to lead with that, of course. Uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, we'll get to it. Falcons whipped the 49ers. That game was touchdowns. weird. You're burying the lead. There's one crazier upset. Steelers beat Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, <laughs> Beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I never thought I'd say that sentence. That's for right. four different reasons. Jets beat the Packers. Yeah. I, I, this is all nuts. To the, first of all, I just looked at it. Also, we're not even counting a weird, doesn't count as upset, really, but Patriots did beat the Browns. Mm. If you put all those in a parlay, if you put 10 bucks in that parlay for Giants, Falcons, Steelers, Jets, Patriots, you would have won $10,000. Wow. <laughs> 9800 but I'm right. Wait, for 10 bucks bet? Yeah. Wow. I think I did that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like it was 1000 to 1? Yes. <laughs> Which is really 10, plus 10000 Yeah. yeah right, so, yeah. yeah. So you should have done that. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, we, we get every. We should do a segment every week called a betting hindsight twenty twenty. You should have done that. <laughs> the parlay of the week in retrospect. Yeah, we're like, so the Bills won today by four. You should have bet the Bills minus two and a half. <laughs> should we start tweeting out graphics and put the wrong data and be like, wow, can't believe we got that right. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, can we start with the the no country for old men for just Rogers? I mean, Aaron Rodgers losing a game to Zach Wilson at home. The, Aaron Rodgers lost back to back games. Versus the Giants and Jets. Packers are in calamity. When is the last time somebody lost back-to-back games to the Giants and Jets? 
It, I mean, it, considering a few games those teams have won in last, it's certainly been more than 10 years. <laughs> Decades, probably. Probably. I bet that hasn't happened in the 21st century. Do you guys feel like the Packers are broken? What is the problem here? Yes. Do you think this is yeah. an Aaron Rodgers thing? Is it just like the entire team is clearly declining for n- numerous reasons? I think it's the latter. I mean, I think obviously Rodgers isn't playing great, but the loss of the receivers is certainly like a big deal. Loss of especially Devontae Adams is clearly a big deal. Um, I don't think their run game is clicking as much as they wanted to. Their defense just hasn't been as good as I think we expected I think it to that's be. that's a big one. I think yeah. the Packers' defense is an extremely talented unit that is not playing up to their yeah. standards. This whole team is the Arrested Development joke. It's like this dead dove, do not eat, and then you open the bag, and you're like, oh, I don't know what I expected. It says, like, like offense without Devontae Adams, do not open. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that plus the defense. Solak wrote a great piece for the Ringer this week, or last week. I, I never know when Sunday's this week or that. So anyway, he wrote it last Wednesday, whatever. That was excellent. And one of his main points is Packers have seven first-round picks in their defense, and all the oldest one's 27 years old, and they have good free agents. Like, how is this defense bad? But they hired Joe Barry to be their defensive coordinator, and, like, he hadn't had a good defense before. Again, dead dove, don't eat. Like, they're playing about as well as you'd expect. And in every aspect, their special teams, again, remember how embarrassing that loss was when to the playoffs when they lost to the Niners? They, the Jets blocked a punt today. It's like everything's mm-hmm. going wrong for this team, but... We watched the game today with Bill and Mina Kimes, and I yeah. think that they were, Mina pointed out a couple times, Rodgers, honestly, was kind of missing a couple deep shots as well. Like, right. there were a couple throws in this one where... He, like, left it short or whatever. You leave he, the benefit of the doubt to Rodgers usually, but I will say, Rodgers doesn't look that sharp either. I mean, yeah, it's across the board, though. I'm looking at some of the stats for the Jets for this game. Like, how did they win this game? They were 1-11, one 1-for-11 on third down. Zach Wilson threw for 110 yards. One for yards. 11 on third down? Zach Wilson passed for 110 yards. Imagine One for 11 is 10 back. completions. Imagine if you could look into the future and you could see that this game, the Jets-Packers game, would be 27 to 10, but you didn't know who won. And you also knew that Zach Wilson threw for 110 yards. How much money would, <laughs> would you put your entire mortgage down that the Packers won that game? <laughs> yes. Where Zach Wilson throws for 110 yards and one team scores 27 points. I, this was bizarre. I'm not going to lie. I just looked it up because I was... I, I could I literally couldn't believe that the Jets went one for eleven a third down. I, I I wonder how many teams in NFL history have won Seriously. one for eleven a yeah. third down. But that's what happens when you block a punt. Anyway, Packers are awful. The only team <laughs> that it probably could feel worse today is the Bucks. Again, imagine if I told you that the Steelers, Kenny Pickett would get hurt and Trubisky would come in, mm-hmm. and that Tom Brady could lose to Mitchell Trubisky in the like Tom Brady was screaming. At his offensive yeah. line, even by Brady's standards, I was like, wow, that looks kind of mean. Well, he has no wife to yell at now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just a joke. Just a joke. I'm not married yet. What are you worried that <laughs> Brady's going to like come out and hear this? Well, I know my wife's not listening. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I can't. First of all, the Pickett concussion thing. If Pickett was concussed there, then there are hundreds of concussions going undiagnosed every week because it was a pretty innocuous fall to the ground. Yeah. And I'm glad they took him out if he was suffering from symptoms, I, you know, all that stuff. But man, we see hits like that hundreds like every of times game. A, a day. I completely agree. Not hundreds, but I completely agree that between two, like not the, obviously the, the second injury that two has suffered uh, was horrifying, but the initial one that happened on Sunday, not Thursday in football, that, the moment, that fall did didn't look all that it, crazy no, either. It yeah, looked totally innocuous. And to your, we were talking about this earlier today, Craig, of exactly that. Like, I feel like I've seen the quarterback fall down and hit his head on the back so many times. It 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 feels like there are dozens more of these than we 
Yes, uh, and this one surfaced. looks like one of the more innocent ones I've seen. But anyway, Pickett was playing fine. You know, he, they, they're not giving him a ton to do. And then Mitch comes in and just pulls four third and longs out of his butthole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was where did that come from? I <laughs> have no well, idea. No, but that was low-key, like, two of the best drives I've ever seen Trubisky have in his career, <laughs> somehow off the bench. Maybe he thrives when he... He thrives when he's the guy coming in to save the day, but he can't be the guy who's expected exactly. to win. Exactly. Oh, like, my God. It's so true. In the beginning. Yes. Uh, maybe it's just like he doesn't get in, like, he, he doesn't think about it all week. He doesn't have like, he doesn't like things. the pressure of knowing he can be replaced yes. when he's the last option. He's feeling great. Craig, I want to ask you this. Mm. What do you think of, obviously this was a win, but what is your impression of the offense? Like the way that it runs, like the things that they do. I'm looking at their rushing list here. Eight guys carried the football, quote unquote, rushed. <laughs> so funny. And like half of them are the receivers. Mm. <laughs> like they had, what is this Matt Canada <laughs> offense? How do you feel about this? It's just like, I just feel like it's a lot of ornaments on like a really shitty Christmas tree. <laughs> and it, this is the weirdest box of, score I've ever looked at in my life. There every every receiver. When is the last time four wide receivers on a team had a carry? Yo, hold right. up, hold up. Wait, I'm looking at this rushing box score and I've never seen more players with a carry than a catch in an NFL game <laughs> yeah. in a box score. That's weird. There's just tons and tons of like end arounds and sweeps and things. And they all like were went for like six yards. They weren't working. <laughs> well, so, no. Uh, so, yeah. Deontay Johnson, two carries for eight yards. Claypool, one carry, eight yards. Uh, George Pickens, one carry, one yard. Steven Sims, one carry, negative five yards. Uh, Kenny Pickett had a couple carries. Trubisky had a couple carries. Najee. But the point is they had 2.7 yards per carry as a team. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had yeah. under three. They're doing all this stuff. But no, overall, it's in. I guess if you could be polite, you could say, well, they have a really bad offensive line. And they have a really developing quarterback situation. And Canada's Matt, not Canada, the country, but like the guy right. is trying to work around all that. In reality, I kind of just think he's making everything worse and it's unwatchable. And I kind of can't believe that the Steelers won this game. It's all, it all <laughs> honestly came down to Mitch Trubisky converting like three huge third downs. Right. The Steelers but they're all seven, like but, plus 15 plus yards. But forget yes. the Steelers offense. Dude, all the good Steelers defenders are hurt. J obviously, uh, TJ Watt missed this game. Minka. M more or less, every important Steelers secondary player missed this game. Got and quarterbacks so out. Yeah. It blow like what I can't understand. Uh, look, I know that football never makes sense one to one, and you could always do the game. Well, this team beat that one, and that team beat, you know, you could always do that. However, seeing what the Bills did to the Steelers last week and how literally from start to finish, when Josh 400 yards at halftime, the 98-yard touchdown to Gabe Davis, like the moment that Josh Allen walked on this field, they were shredding the Steelers' defense. And then their good players were not playing this week. And Tom Brady watched what the Bills did, that they were incapable of moving the football. My big picture thought, like watching that early slate where, uh, you know, the marquee games were later in the day and we just are this chaos of the one Eastern slate. None of these teams that we thought would even be like close to contending feel close like the bucks the packers I, I, every team feels a little bit further away from being great well, except really for the ones that played in sunday Night football i mean brady even said it i don't know when it was like a week ago or two weeks ago he was like what are you seeing across the league and he's like a lot of bad football dude like yeah, yeah. And i'm like yeah like look at <laughs> like, like, and, and then he went out and lost like but the Bucks, the Packers, the Rams, in theory, were Dude. the three best teams in the conference. Yeah. Those teams fucking suck. I'm telling you, there's three good football teams. It's Chiefs, Bills, Eagles. That's it. <laughs> Dude, I also, I hate to say it, but it, it, not, in, I, this is like unquantifiable. But if you ask me to like, who's the fourth team? I swear to God, it's the Patriots. 
Oh, well, God. that's because we we just spent eight hours with Bill, so it makes sense. No, yeah, that's not we've been, it. We've been indoctrinated. <laughs> it's, they can like run and play defense, and I feel like you can say that about like five teams max, maybe four. It's a very old school line of thinking: defense and running the football. But yeah. it's true, like everything. Just the way, like, the, the, but the pro what these teams all have in common is they can't fucking run. I'm mean, stepping on it, but like AJ Dillon, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. They can't run the ball. Like AJ Dillon. He's not droppable because if Aaron Jones gets hurt, but like they can't play him. The Rams cannot run the ball. Cam Akers just quit. We don't know what the hell is yeah, the deal is with weird. that. Yeah. And I think the Bucks had under three yards of carry today. No, they had exactly three yards of carry today too. And it's like they're, they're all the same problem. Their offensive lines are destroyed and they can't get over it. AJ Dillon had ten carries for forty-one yards. Aaron Jones nine carries, nineteen yards. Well, why don't you move on to a team that can run the ball? Your five and one New York Giants. Can you say? I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Can you say that again? <laughs> five and one New York Giants. When is the last time they were five and one? Do you know? It was 2009. Wow. Uh, this is insane. Uh, I just want to point out that Daniel Jones just beat the back-to-back -back MVPs of Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. This was the hard part of their schedule. Like the mm -hmm. most fun event that a fan has is when the schedule comes out and you're like, win, loss, win, win, win. Every, like it was like, oh, Ravens, Packers. Those are two losses. Hope we start good before. The fact that the Giants have emerged from the hardest part of their schedule, five and one, and now get to go to the Jaguars and like they st they still have to play Washington. It, it, it this is um, it, they're so bad. I can't believe that they're five and one. Well, they don't. It's like they don't even have any receivers. How are they doing this? It's extremely impressive. It's all <laughs> the cliches. It's a mix with yeah. every cliche from Ted Lasso and every cliche you've ever heard about football, which is I hate to say, it, but there's no way to explain it. They're the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, mm -hmm. and they don't beat themselves. Belief. They talked about belief on the a lot of grit, yeah. but it's true because if you look at this, it's game, everything Joe Judge like said he was going to instill in the team. But like, actually, yeah. well, no, right. Brian, because he's like Dable actually knows how to like run on offense. There's no way I can talk about this without sounding cliche. But when Dable came to the Giants, his thing is uh, was smart, tough, and uh, dependable, mm -hmm. and that's this team. Like they're they're high IQ. Like they don't make mistakes. Like at the end of the day. The Ravens blew the game at the end because Lamar turned it over. Like Lamar, like they had the high snap and he picked up the ball and then just tried to like, it, you know, sometimes they try to make a play instead of taking a small L right. and turn it into a much larger L by throwing a pick. This is the first pick of the Giants season. But Wink Martindale blitzed the ever-loving shit out of them. And I don't know why Mark Andrews kept being open, but he was. But other than that, like they didn't really give up. The only play that was huge was Kenyon Drake had that long run, but they had 10 men on the field. So for the, I mean, I was bidding yourself, but other than that, they really like, the whole game kind of came down to the end, and they, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Heifetz, is this a double edged sword for you? Because oh, yeah. we talk about this all the time. Like I can't I, wait. Not not having expectations. It's it's great. I got to tell you. Oh, I thought you were going to go. Feels like, phenomenal. I thought you were going to go down the, the street of like Daniel Jones is going to win twelve oh, no, games no, no, for no. the Giants. I'm just talking I about like consistent. I said the worst thing that could happen is they win eleven games and they keep Daniel Jones. Like, <laughs> that yeah, might, but if they win eleven exactly. games, it's because the, it, Daniel Jones is playing well. Yeah, but who no. cares? <laughs> You got to see the forest of the trees here. What are we actually looking for? We're looking for like a dynasty, a, a franchise quarterback. <laughs> One year of like slipping into the playoffs. Uh, Who cares? I think that plan for the future. I actually think that oh, this is. I already would hate myself like two months ago if I'd heard that I would say this in October. But I think the Giants are kind of walking the exact fine path of like they're playing well enough to make the playoffs, but they still won't keep Daniel Jones. Or like they can franchise tag him. That's fine. But I still Do think that, that they would yeah. draft a quarterback in the draft. And I, I will say, I did kind of want four wins in the season just to get the first pick in the draft and like have your pick of the quarterback. But th and they're they're incredible at this point. Like five, the Bills and Chiefs just played this, and we're like, oh, that'll be the best game in the regular season. The, they don't have as good of a record as the New York Giants. Well, the Bills do. I don't. Yeah, but don't think of it that way. <laughs>
Don't you think though that if the if the Giants, let's say they won three games, they bottomed out, then they had the first pick in the draft and they got CJ Stroud, they would release Daniel Jones and just start CJ Stroud week one. Now it feels like if the Giants make the playoffs with Daniel Jones, they'll franchise tag him. They'll draft like a second round yeah. quarterback who will come in and like replace Daniel Jones in week eight if Daniel Jones isn't playing well. And it's just that like ugly Kenny Pickett Trubisky scenario rather than just like the we drafted Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's gonna start. Like I feel like that is the path I'd rather have. Than like this, hey, we'll, we'll keep Daniel Jones, and if he doesn't play well enough, then we'll bring in the back. Yeah, I don't know. Counter. Sometimes it works. Counter. Sometimes it works. I have a counter for you, Craig, which is um, the Giants have won three games after trailing by double digits this year, which is already tied for the most in a single season in the team history. The other seasons <laughs> that the Giants, I know, already. The other seasons that the Giants have overcome double digit leads, uh, double digit deficits. Super Bowl years. Two of those three, they won the Super Bowl. Every win this year for the Giants has been a one-score game. Pretty impressive. So, anyway, Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Is Dayball... Where's Dayball right now, like, in the New York hierarchy? If Eli Manning and Brian Dayball... There's only one table left at a restaurant <laughs> right now. Eli. Are you just doing your bill impersonation? Well, it's, it's a great bill bit. Must build. Oh, I, I'm, it's a blatant ripoff of Bill, but I think it's a fantastic like hypothetical to figure out where somebody is. Who gets the seat right now? Dayball it's or Eli? Eli. It's uh, Eli. It's, I, are you sure? Yeah. It's Dable because Eli it's just stable. does not leave his home and wherever he's <laughs> Louisiana, Tennessee, I don't know. I bet it's Dayball. Uh, no, Eli gets the seat, but yeah. Dayball is the hot guy. Among the people who actually are in New York right now, I mean, it's not even close. He's the most popular. It's like it's like Lauren Michaels is still number one. Getting He's getting any table he wants. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld? No, no the Seinf the those Brian guys Dayball. have their own rooms in the restaurant. They don't have to ask. Dayball, he just got there. But no, I, I mean, the Yankees don't win this series and everyone won't even be allowed in the restaurant. Like Judge or Dayball, who gets the table? <laughs> it's Dayball. Judge is going to have to like be the bus boy at this rate. I don't know. <laughs> Joe Judge? Aaron Judge. Oh. <laughs> oh, I also thought Joe That's Judge. No. Oh my God. I was like, what? I also, I also was like, what is that question? I'm so glad you clarified well, and when you that. Said, when you were like, Judge is going to have to be the bus boy, I was like, why would Aaron Judge be the bus boy? <laughs> I was like, I was, I was, 62 home runs. <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, uh, another well, I, word here. I'm happy for you, Heifetz. This is fun. It is funny that, yeah. it, that it's like bittersweet every win because you like kind of no, want to lose. Because once the se- no, the the rational we should lose thing is purely an off season endeavor. Totally. Once the season, it's starts, hard to do that. I yeah. learned this most. Was it? I can't remember. Time has bled together in the pandemic, but I think it was 2020. The NFC East was so bad that I realized that the Gi- the Giants had a snare where they could win the NFC East at six and ten. And I wanted them to do <laughs> yeah. it so badly because yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. they could beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that's like a bit. That's like kind of funny. No, I was serious. Because they almost beat the Bucs on, on Monday Night Football that year. And they lost on a, a, a pass interference, like bullshit call in the end zone. And I was like, they can beat the Bucs. And that was when Washington like almost beat the Bucs. I was like, that could have been the Giants. Oh, yeah. Taylor anyway. Heineke. Taylor Hunt, that could have been. Well, dude, I mean, you're talking to, I mean, when the Seahawks, when Pete Carroll took over the Seahawks, they were seven and nine, made the playoffs, and then beat the Saints in one of like the greatest, like, from my point of view, it was one of the most fun playoff games to watch ever. That's true. So, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Next one here Cooper Cup Award, player you wish you had drafted more of. I think it's just all the the running backs that were available. These are 100 overall. Honestly, this this category could be like the new league winners, like this year's league winners. A couple guys I want to mention. Number one, Mondre. Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots. Just the guy's taken over. He is, he's, I, I know that there's an injury situation. Damien uh, Harris is out. They've got Ty Montgomery's injured. So, like, there's some in- extenuating circumstances here. But, like, the workload he's getting is rare. It's like, this has never had, this hardly ever happens. You have to go back like 10 years to the last time 
that any one running back was getting this kind of workload with the Patriots. And so, like, Ramondre Stevenson, he's been really great. 25 points PPR this week. He's the RB2 on the week so far. Um, last week, he also had a very good week. He was, like, top 13 or 12. Third so he, most rushing yards for a Patriots running back under Bill Belichick last week. It's crazy. Yeah. So he's been, you know, if you took him in, I, I don't even know, remember when you could have got like the him. 10th like, round. Yeah, eighth, ninth, tenth round. Like, this is turning out to be great. Obviously, the situation's panning out for him to, like, make the use of that opportunity. Um, but I, I just think, number one, he looks really, really good. Like, he looks to me like one of the most talented runners in the NFL. Yeah, and like you said, Ivan, the Pats are, like, one of the only teams that can actually, like, efficiently run the football consistently. Yeah. So, congratulations if you got Mondre. Number two, Brees Hall, who, obviously, you had to... top 100, but... You had to take him a little earlier because he's a second rounder, and, and there's a little bit more hype around him. There's less of a... I think there was less of a concern about a rotation, although that didn't play out. Like, obviously, Michael Carter was a big part of the rotation to start out, but he's taken over. He is now, like, by far the lead back for the Jets, and he's looked awesome. He's looked incredible. Basically, every, the, all the hype that we had for him around the draft is... He's, like, living up to that hype. So, uh, Weird question. If you guys, for whatever reason, I don't know why you would have to do this. If you had to draft your fantasy team for next season, like right now. Right. Yeah. Would Brees Hall be like a top like a first rounder? Is he like a top? I think he would be like a second round. Like a well, I don't know because this is like he's doing almost the Jonathan Taylor thing. Why wouldn't Brees Hall be like? Yeah. Who, are there nine players you would take ahead of Brees Hall? Dude, he's the RB six right now. That's yeah. the thing. He's incredible. Yeah. The, you know why there are nine players I would take ahead of Brees Hall? They're mainly wide receivers, and it's literally because of what Brees Hall is doing this year. <laughs> he's totally. Later. Totally. Yes, exactly. The next guy on in this category is Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Who is the rookie for the Seahawks that came in after Rashad Penny got hurt? He was fantastic. He had over hundred yards today a touchdown looked electric. incredible yeah it looked really really good and oh uh, yeah uh, uh, the, the whole kind of like thesis behind this category is like this is why you don't need to draft a first round running back this is why you don't need to spend 68 dollars on christian mccaffrey because ramondre stevenson Brees hall and kenneth walker you could get all of them for a combined 20 dollars in a draft right and i know it's easy to say like in hindsight look how good these guys are but the whole idea behind kind of like the zero rb theory that we were talking a little bit about uh, in the offseason is just like you can get a lot of these guys off waivers and, yeah. you know, Kenneth well, injuries Walker. Injuries happen. Yeah, injuries year. happen. Running back is just like the easiest position to kind of pluck random guys and then bring well, them into stardom. The argument is very simple. It is, here are the top wide receivers in fantasy football this year. Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Marquise Brown, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. More or less... And then Debo after that, more or less, exactly the guys that were we drafted, yes. almost in the order that they were. Yeah, the taken. ADP has been like in crazy. It's like, been crazy accurate. It's so far. very accurate to where it was. Meanwhile, if it's like you're looking at running back, and you're just like, okay, who are the top running backs in fantasy this season? Saquon. Chubb who was the second rounder. Chubb was a second rounder. Yeah. McCaffrey and Eckler were first rounders. So Fournette bad, yeah. was a second or third rounder. Brees Hall, fourth or fifth rounder. Josh Jacobs, sixth Six, rounder. Eight, yeah. Miles Sanders. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Ramondre, Clyde, Jamal Williams. It's just Damian Pierce. Doesn't make my point as strong as I thought. Actually. No, I mean, it, but <laughs> the, 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 good. the point is more just that you don't have to spend a first rounder on a running back. Yeah. I mean, like, well, like the first round is just such a, I don't know, the, the opportunity cost of getting that pick wrong is so strong that that's why I think a lot of us were talking about our fears of taking a running back in the first round during the offseason because it's like, this is exactly why. There's just so much volatility with some of these guys sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest benefits of prepare, I know I like advocated for don't prepare for your fantasy draft, but <laughs> <laughs> I think where you can extract the most value in preparation is finding the running backs in the, in like the muddled backfields. Yeah. 
that are going to emerge. And like guys like JJ Zacharyson and the Evan Silva's of the world, like they're very good at helping you identify who these guys are going to be. And like Ramondre was a really big one this year and it, it's panned out. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid. Featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. I'm going to give a winner to uh, the fantasy, everyone who didn't listen to us on our Wednesday show. Stubborn fantasy manager. So we on Wednesday, we power ranked all the players to cut. I power ranked all the players to cut. A lot of those guys did really well today. <laughs> yeah. Lie. Yeah. Let it be known. I did, not, I did not drop Chase Claypool, nor did I advocate for dropping Allen Robinson because I'm a stubborn bull. I don't think we decided Claypool needed to be dropped. Did we? I can't remember exactly what we said, but we definitely said to, dro- we definitely to, like, said to drop Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah. He was number one. And we he, all agreed he was He easily. went off. Also, he the other... Th- off. He had, I think... So... I actually still, a solid I still don't trust this. Like, if you if you still have him, trade him now. No, I completely agree. <laughs> Alan Robinson, if anything, it, <laughs> sell reaffir- high. Yeah. it reaffirmed to me that God, Robinson is yards like, not... Like, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Well, because if you watch him play, he is a smaller version of what Jimmy Graham was like, the tight end, when he was like 34 and he couldn't move. And yeah. all Jimmy Graham could do was like, he was really good at He catching. needs targets at like the five yard, he from like five yard balls. Yeah. He, Alan Robinson is just, a, he. there is no separation. Is What did Bill say today? He's like the, like, like the bad version of Devontae Parker. There's no separation. <laughs> right, right. He doesn't look that athletic. It's just like he just makes an acrobatic catch, but he can't really keep his feet off. Like he can't jump that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I still think he's better than you. I, I think we're all jumping the gun a Too bit far. On, on how much he's declined athletically. <laughs> and he's going to come out Dude, of the he had like being five catches. He yeah. He's had like five catches before this week. Yeah, but like both his touchdown today and his 20-yard catch were like were pretty extremely impressive. acrobatic, yeah. like amazing catches. Um, yeah, Jimmy Graham was good. Along the same, so like... <laughs> He's so old. He's I mean, not even old. Look, he's younger than Cooper Cup. I think here's oh, the here's the context. Like we advocated selling high on Ceh a couple like three weeks ago or whatever, and then he came back the day the week after we said that he came back and had two touchdowns and everyone was like you idiots why'd you do that and then look at what he's done the last two weeks like four points five points or oh whatever, we'll get to whatever it is. Um, I think I, I'm sticking to my guns with That's with true. Robinson at least for now. Like I just don't see the consistency here. Like it's gonna be. You're going to have weeks where it's really frustrating. We're burying the lead here. The Rams' offense is horrible. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it's disgusting. It's And they're they're losing offensive linemen left and right. Ten, no, Joe Nopen got hurt today, I think. I didn't see if he came back. But the Rams, yeah. before Joe Nopen, their left tackle got hurt. The Rams were tied with Washington for the most 
offensive linemen use. They haven't had the same line in any game this season. That will stay true next week if Joe Dopu doesn't play. And it's like, 10 offensive linemen in six fucking weeks is crazy. Yeah. He's worried it may be an Achilles, so Joe Nopu oh, might not come back. Cool, cool, cool. Um, tight, 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 tight. But like, so, and, and the other thing is, and I wanted to offer kind of like a Mia Copa, because we talked about how Daryl Henderson was a drop, too. And then immediately, several hours later, K-Makers decides she was like to quit. The, what is it, the SpongeBob, like several hours later. Yeah, two hours later. <laughs> Uh, apparently Cam Akers is out and he's done with the Rams for good. Like, this story is insane. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I just, I can't, first of all, I can't believe you just made a Spongebob reference. I've actually seen, I've seen that just like on Twitter. So I know what it is. I've actually never seen it in the show. That's even like, that's even like more millennial that like you saw the Spongebob meme on Twitter and then you referenced that. Right. That's kind of like, it was from Spongebob. It's like a layer deep. Proud of you. you. But yeah, I, that's, so, anyways, I Cam Akers quit football. We, we recommended it. We we ended up being that was a bad recommendation, but we did not know that Cam Akers was going to just decide not to play for the Rams anymore or whatever's going on there. I don't know what's going on. See the first player to demand a trade after averaging like two points. It might just be that honestly, the side their side is maybe the the Rams are just done with him. I don't know exactly what's going on here. We don't know. We don't have the details yet. But the reports out of every uh, like I saw today are. Cam Akers will not be playing for the Rams anymore, yeah. which is well, just like, what? Crazy. What the hell that, happened? We need to do a special edition of who that is for um, Ronnie Rivers. Yeah. Who that sounds like a Madden name. Is apparently a, a running back for the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> it sounds Rams. like when you like create a player in Madden, <laughs> it, it autofills a name. Yeah. It's, it's like talking about like back from the dead, Malcolm Brown, who everyone like, it, like the object permanence, you know, when babies like throw something over the edge of the tub and look over and like, oh my God, it still exists. It's like Malcolm Brown. Wow. So I, that was just a somehow twenty nine years old. No, Fresno around. State, Ronnie Rivers. Goodness, five seven one ninety five. In my head, when I think of a Ronnie Rivers, I just get the the grayed out player profile on <laughs> yeah, Yahoo. When yeah. like they don't have a picture for the guy, yeah, right. just like in my mind, silhouette. I'm, there's no, like like nothing. This file is empty. Yeah. Uh, also, but I will say for the fantasy players that we were talking about cutting, I will say Juju. We also weren't saying just cut everyone blindly. We we're saying well, the show was you thought deciding about deciding whether we're getting ready to cut Juju. Yeah. I felt was a buy low, mm-hmm. and he had his best game of the season. He did he scored for the first time. Are you selling high now? Oh, <laughs> you buying it still? I don't think I'm selling high. I yeah. think I would. He's I think get, he's a hold. He okay. gets a ton of targets near the end zone. He had and three today. MVS had zero catches. Yeah. Well, I, he had one touchdown and got called back. But yeah. So did Juju. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Also, Claypool, 96 yards touchdown today. I where did this come from? I don't know. He looked pretty good. Mitchell Trubisky at twenty five yards with Pickett there. Yeah, and but those Trubisky. were half of Pickett's, yard, Pickett's yards. What is the twenty five yards? No, he only had sixty seven on the day, and I think he had like twenty eight with uh, Claypool. Regardless, uh, Claypool looked good, made a lot of plays. I still think he's talented. I still kind of weirdly think he's a hold. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a ch- because it's Pickett. Uh, if he plays, his stop. He just. Does the opposite of Trubisky? The whole thing, annoying thing, was he's doing everything safe, no risks. Pickett only does risky throws. I feel like Pisket, Pisket, Pickett's only just doing these toss ups. Like, hey guys, just go and get it. Yeah, and he doesn't check down as much as Trubisky. He's like, I feel like Pickett's whole route tree is just like throwing outs, and that's why like Najee's really suffering. Najee Harris had 467 receiving yards last year. This year, after six games, he has 71. Whoa. In six games, Najee yeah. has 71. Is it, this is just the Ben thing, crazy. right? This is the Ben yeah, factor. Yeah. And so I, it, I would feel better about Najee if Trubisky's starting next week. That's pretty well. Well, speaking of uh we got off this for a second, but we were talking about Juju with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill's Chiefs in general. Yeah. Didn't live up to the expectations, right? Don't, get, a good your, don't get your hopes up in life. It's a good game. That's the lesson. Yeah. 
good I game. thought it was good. I just think that I thought it was got... pretty bad for like three quarters, and then it got good. So here's the thing. It's good. So was the cool game yeah. in January. That game wasn't like incredible. Yeah. For like I mean, it was real to be clear, there were a lot of like highlights in the first But it wasn't quarters. that Rams Chiefs 2018. No, game. but it was 31 it was just points. back and forth the whole game. It yeah. was the 31 points after the two-minute warning where it went from, oh, this is a good game to this is like the greatest football game I've ever seen. It's yeah. like two minute, 31 points to the two-minute warning. And in this one, something about Mahomes getting the ball to respond, it felt, and it just ended so quickly. I know, it really just flatlined. It did. It was kind of like a, it's late at night. Can we just be a little, I don't know. It's just. Go ahead. Say it. I don't know. It's, uh, what are you trying to say? Saying that the Chiefs finished a little too quickly. Oh, geez, that's it. <laughs> that's that's something way worse. No, I, don't know. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something like more of their load. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's way too fast. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Oh boy! Uh, no, that's that. Feel like that was like that's like PG thirteen. That's like a three on the level, like on a ten <laughs> level, yeah, like so inappropriate something or other. Yeah. Um. Anyway, here. <laughs> I uh, somehow transitioning transition from that. Transition from that. We're gonna uh, today's uh, episode is sponsored by Snickers. Uh, today's rookie mistake. <laughs> Love Snickers. It's presented by Snickers. And sometimes you're out of sorts. You make a mistake that could have been avoided if you had just had a Snickers. Well. I have a personal story to tell. Um, I screwed up in my <laughs> fantasy league, perhaps. I can't Screw even believe this is the best story. So, here, I, for the sake of the ad, my advice, the rookie mistake was make sure when you are making a trade or doing anything on your fantasy platform, just know how the platform works. Yeah. You know what buttons <laughs> do what, uh -huh. you know? Uh -huh. just, yeah. just know how the platform works. That's it. Read. Okay. Perhaps if I was chewing a delicious Snickers, I wouldn't have have clicked the button right. that I shouldn't have clicked. Right, right. So anyway, uh, so yeah, rookie mistake. Maybe you just needed a Snickers. Snickers, official chocolate bar sponsor of the NFL. Check out snickers.com slash rookie mistake. So sticking on this. Context. We'll have to get into this for a minute here. <laughs> I didn't want to make that Snickers ad go too long because it would probably be 10 minutes. So I guess we'll call this a fantasy court. The people versus Craig. <laughs> So people versus Craig implies that it's more like a mob. It was like an angry, like a Frankenstein style angry right. mob. Or so, Craig was Craig was basically live texting us this too. This I was like, I'm in deep water here. Boy. <laughs> he's he's help! Like, he's like, help! Deep help! <laughs> All right, so this is what happened. I basically was accused of committing the exact same transgression that that Heifetz. He's doing did air quotes right now. Just for the record. Yeah, so, if, if you missed that episode, <laughs> yeah, Jackie is Heifetz's girlfriend, and they made a trade that then. I have to give that quick rundown, then I'll go to me. Basically, my girlfriend and I made a trade that already looks like she won. It was Brian Robinson for Terry McLaurin. Mm. And she, like, while it was being processed, like, we both accepted it on the app. Mm -hmm. And while it was being processed, she changed her mind. Yeah. And she just, as the commissioner of the league, she just undid it. She's like, I have the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She literally was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, you can't do that. That's bullshit. So I am the commissioner of my league. This is my high school league. I've been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> Craig turns around and does the exact same thing. I've been trying to sell Clyde <laughs> for three weeks. Yeah. I finally get a nibble, and it's for Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't thrilled with it. I thought I could do better. I had another offer going from a Michael Pittman deal. I was trying to massage that. Yeah. It was kind of going nowhere. While I'm recording an episode of The Fantasy Show, so basically, here's what I did. I sent the trade offer to my friend Nick for Jerry Judy Clyde straight up. I sent the offer because in my mind, as the commissioner, if he were to hit accept, I would still have to hit process to like make it official official. So I send out trade requests as the commissioner, not realizing that if they hit accept, it's a, it's done. Like yeah. me sending it is already me giving. You're going, offering that trade. Yes, I'm like officially yeah. offering it. In my head, <laughs> I'm just sending them the this trade is like so, an they idea. Can, so they can look at it. <laughs> this is 
So, Craig, so this, where, what were you thinking? What? Uh, this is the most rookie ass <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Like, this is, I'm, you're also texting us, do you like this trade? Is this a good yeah, idea? Yeah, yeah. I, when you said offered it, I think you texted the guy. You, But I, it's stupid. How do you, you can't offer trades then you on text, young you fans. You football. offer a trade, and if they accept it, they accept yeah, it. Yeah, but how, how can you have a, a discussion through the, the platform? You can't. The chat. That no one uses. <laughs> you, 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 there's, it's either a zero or a hundred. You either have to just send a trade offer and hope that, and then that's it. Or you have to text them. Like I, you'd be a normal person. You look at the proposed trade screen without just like net sending the but trade. They're side by side. But I wanted him to see the proposed. I you wanted gotta him text to see. It. You got to text it. I know, but that's kind of stupid, don't <laughs> so, you think? To be clear, no. the guy you offered him what? So, Clyde for Jerry Judy. So, but you know what's funny is I was like, "What about Clyde for Jerry Judy?" And he goes, eh, "I don't know." And I'm like, "All right, well, I got another offer, so think about it." I was like, I, "You know, blah blah." And then he just texts me while I'm recording an episode with you guys. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> and then I was kind of just like, "Well, I, I don't know now if I want to do it." <laughs> and so, which he, is so classic. And so by Nick the way. then goes to the group chat. And he's like, "We we have a trade." Jerry Judy for Clyde. And I'm like, wait, 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 Whoa. wait, wait. Rushing to the podium. I was like, does anybody else like want Clyde? Like, like, like I'm not I'm not fully committed to this yet. And Nick's oh like, you, you accepted the trade. And yeah. I was like, I didn't accept the trade. You accepted the trade. But you sent the trade. But you sent the trade. True. <laughs> this is like so black and white. Like, this, there's you no, even there's no gray area. My, my here. friends the were literally would, like, the court would hear this. Uh, my friend Hunter literally quoted what I said to Jackie <laughs> saying, Jackie, you hit accept or like finalize offer. That's the last step. Yeah. But here's my here's my one thing. We created a rule in my league where the commissioner has to approve the trades. Who's you? Correct. Okay. <laughs> because I can't remember why, but a long time ago, a trade happened or like a trade was agreed upon where I just logged into Yahoo and you know, it says like trade pending and I just like accepted it. Mm -hmm. And then somebody texted me like, yo, 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 I actually didn't want to do that anymore. And I was like, oh, sorry. I, I saw that it said accepting. He goes, no, what I didn't want. So the new rule was like, the commissioner has to check in with both sides first and be like, are you sure you wanted to go through with this? Right. Are you sure you want to go through with this? Yes and yes. So you had to check so in with yourself. So you're like, you're, you're like officiating. It's like you're officiating a wedding. It's like, do you take <laughs> yeah, so and so? My argument was yourself. like, I, I didn't By want the it. power vested in me, I, I send this trade through. Yes. Okay. No, it's like if he was officiating his own wedding. That's what's and then he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, let me check in with Craig. Do you still want to marry this person? And he's like, oh, I don't the know. whole the whole point of the, the rule was that so if anybody no longer feels like they wanted to go through with the trade, they can back out. And I was right. like, that's just me in this scenario. And if it's weird that I'm the commissioner, but if a different person was the commissioner, they would have gone to me and said, Craig, do you want to do this? And I would have said no. <laughs> All you need to know about this case is that if you were a random e listener emailing this court, there is zero percent chance we would read this on the show. This is so easy. Yeah, but wait, hold on. Why did it did it just not go back to you because you're the commissioner then? No, so it like never went back to you. No, it did. It, I had to hit finalize, but I hadn't done that yet. So and then he, your so your friend say? just like went ahead and like told everybody. I offered the trade to Nick. Nick hit like accept trade. He was like, I won the election. But, I did but, it. But see, I guess in my mind, because it's I was not how elections work. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> because I'm so used to think? hitting finalized trade to actually make trades go through. I kind of thought that was still the last step that like me hitting finalized right, trade was right, like right. my um, I kind of am seeing Craig's side. Do you a know what bit. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this like, is a YP. This is a you problem. <laughs> but it's like because I've always been He's the commissioner. He's talking me into it a little. It's like champagne problems. Like because I've been the commissioner, all I've ever known is that to accept a trade, you just have to hit finalize. Craig trade. thought he had a parachute, but he didn't have. a parachute. I thought I had one more step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that me hitting finalize was like the final agreement on my part. I think at the end of the day, though, like if you send a trade offer, you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, that's the, that is the lesson here. It is the lesson. And to Yahoo, if you're listening. Make like a trade machine 
situation where you can like send trade offers to people that aren't official trade like offers. Like start the conversation. So thing. people can like look at what it looks like on their roster. They can right. look at like the stats and the comps and stuff because it's dumb that you can't do that. Email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if anyone. Anyway, I, like I have Jerry Judy now and Clyde <laughs> yeah. sucked this week so I feel great about it. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Incredible. All right. Uh, call off the search we found them award. DK. Hold on, I gotta find this. Oh, I found it. Okay, congrats. Call off the search. <laughs> there we go. Meta Sorry. in some way. Uh, Jamar Chase for the Bengals. He's back. He's alive. We knew this was gonna happen when you saw Joe Burrow coming into the stadium wearing an LSU jersey for Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase's LSU jersey. I was like, this is gonna be good. I love a good public like best yeah, friendship. I like this. It's good fun. Um, also, like if you look at Chase's route tree from the next gen stats thing, how they track it. Like, it was all over the place. It was, like, over the middle of the field. There were, like, a lot of crossing routes. You know, it felt like they were really using him less creatively this year. I don't know if that's actually true, but that's just how it felt. Um, and this game felt like they were getting back to, like, just, like, get him the ball and let him, like, do his magic, you know? He had a, he had a really big touchdown play where he broke a couple tackles and just ran, like, you know, basically outplayed the defense. 10, uh, 10 targets, 7 catches, 132 yards, 2 touchdowns, 32 points of PPR. Number one receiver in the week. And, Jamar Chase, yeah. he's back. Among... All the, I mean, that if you ranked every receiver in the NFL based on how much um, fantasy points and they're just cool catches they've had that were slightly out of bounds and didn't catch, it's all three Steelers. It's Claypool and Juju. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Deontay and Pickens. Then Jamar Chase. Like, he's spiritually like a Steelers receiver with that. Because even in this game, he had a couple incredible things that didn't even count. And yeah. he already was number one receiver. Other, uh, another one. George Kittle. I feel yeah. like he's finally back because he, he started the season injured, obviously. Um, and then it felt like they were kind of working him back up to full health today. He had a 98% snap rate and a 24% target rate. He was running routes on 80% of the team's dropbacks. That's like what you want from a fantasy tight end. Well, One of the problems with Kittle over the years is he's just been blocking too much. But that didn't happen in this Well, game. is he back or did the Falcons take a 14-0 lead? That definitely helps. So that's a good point. And they, because, benched, well, they, also, they basically couldn't run this in well, this game. Shanahan did the annoying freaking thing where Jeff Wilson fumbled. He benched him. And it was a fumble six. Like, he fumbled and they were they returned it for a touchdown. Oh. And he just didn't play again. And but so, also, like, they didn't run very much in this game. Jeff Wilson... down 14 Jeff, Yeah, Jeff Wilson led the team with seven rushes. But still, Kittle is obviously, I think, better with uh, Garoppolo than with what we expected Lance to be. Yeah. And he's Garoppolo getting, passes all over the middle of the field. And That's, and like, like, all he does. Kittle started out banged up. He's getting healthier and healthier. I think Kittle... I mean, he's not a buy-low anymore, but if you could trade for Kittle... I think we're all kind of forgetting how good he can be when he's right. 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 Um, they also haven't had like that. Well, I guess they did have that primetime game. It was against Denver, and they looked horrible. Yeah, but yeah, I can't, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully, yeah, I'm a little nervous that this is just an aberration. Of I mean, that, but you're right. That's definitely, healthier, it's definitely a, a good deal. point that they basically didn't run in this game. So that's something to monitor. Another person who he had a good week last week, but the people who have this person have been devastated, which is Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Who was terrible for the first oh, month he of the was, season? Yeah, really bad. Kind of think he might be back. I don't know. It's the Saints' offense is bizarre. It's like, I mean, they were they were pretty bad uh, in London. They've been the Saints have just looked poor, but like, no Michael Thomas, no Olave, no Jarvis, and then still put up thirty points. Also, the way they're using Kamara now that all the receivers are hurt. They're just like they're, they're treating him like a traditional running back. Now he gets like yeah. twenty carries and three catches, which looks very unnatural. I don't like seeing Camaro with twenty catches, um, rushes. Sorry, twenty rushes. Which he's he's kind of just like plotting, pl- like a plotting running back. Well, play. yeah, they're like plotter. They're well, they're giving him 
like he he's basically having to take a ton of hits. Yeah, like, he's just not, like twenty two carries, ninety seven yards, and that's right. his yeah. game. So JJ, just like a grind, like a grinded out back. That's not really who he is. Well, no. JJ Zacharyson uh, tweeted this out. I thought this was really good. The all the players who are getting seventy percent of their team's carries and twenty percent of the team's targets. Mm-hmm. The only two players with that are Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Oh, really? Yeah, not uh, Saquon. No. How is that possible? I guess uh, he's not catching that many passes. Maybe. You know, there's just so many receiving options on right. the Giants. Some. How does Saquon not have like seven catches a game? Who's catching passes for the Giants? Daniel <laughs> Bellinger. Daniel Bellinger, which I'm going to get to. <laughs> He's uh, their new number one. Also, one other guy, the call off the search, we found him. Michael Pittman had like a big week oh, one. Yeah. I was oh, so yeah. on him this year. And then he hurt his quad. And then the next three games, he didn't do anything and was, you know, borderline not startable. And then this week, Matt Ryan and, and the Colts just went nuts. Matt Ryan threw 58 yeah, what, times. Where did this come from? Michael Pittman had 16 targets, 13 catches, 130 yards. This is obviously better than I expected for Michael, uh, for Michael Pittman. But like this type of like, you know, uh, Oh God, I can't. It's so late at night. Um, this <laughs> level words. of workload for for Michael Thomas is like what I expected on yeah. the Colts, dude. The can we please? For you is tough too. I know. For the love of God, can we get Matt Ryan to pass fifty eight times in every game? Well, can I get you? So we, if you haven't been listening since last year, we have a joke. Memento tattoos, like in the movie Memento, guy gets everything he wants to remember next tattooed in his body. I want a Memento tattoo. Tattoo for I can't speak either. Oh my God, <laughs> I can't. But a Memento tattoo I want next year is. Literally, don't try to predict AFC South games. Right, Every division is right. tough, but the A- it never makes sense what happens in these divisions. Yeah, weren't you games. all like angry because the the Colts were favored in this game, right? Yeah, After being shut out, I'll, my mansplain of the week. Honestly, I think I just keep mansplaining the Colts, and I don't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah. the Jaguars beat the Colts twenty four nothing like a month ago, and the Colts are more injured now than then. And they're like, it's like why you are they- trying to tell Jackie why Citizen Kane is a great movie, and she's <laughs> like, you don't actually know what you're talking about, do you? And you're like, nah. I'm that guy whispering in the ear of the girl at the meme at the festival. Like, <laughs> it's good for some reason. Yeah. It's just like, and then they scored. They dropped thirty four points on the Jags, and just like, yeah, I'm like so it's like a fungible token so like it could ex- you know <laughs> right like so so when man invented fire it's the blockchain uh, yeah yes. so the clap fiat money <laughs> <laughs> fiat speaking of uh someone who was supposed to be super valuable and is actually potentially worthless calpits scored a touchdown today all right and i put him in this dock for a call off the search we found him and then he like didn't do anything else for the rest of the game he disappeared once again he just didn't we lost him again after we had found him he had Four catches. No, sorry. He had three catches for 19 yards. Yikes. Jeez. And one of those was a touchdown. Thank God. So, but here's the thing. That's just a streamer tight end. That's what you hope you get from like right. Aiden Hurst. Well, and, here's, yeah. I mean, this is the problem. This has been the problem is the Falcons don't pass the ball. They had 28 points. Did we already say this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Mariota had 14 attempts in this game. Yeah, like 13 Kyle, out of 14. Kyle Pitts had four four of the 14 targets. That's right. like fantastic. That's if like 25% like target rate. <laughs> so what you're saying is... Also, he was... His three catches is tied for second on the team. Yeah. Like, that's... this. They just don't pass the ball. Can I tell you yeah, guys something? Yeah, the sad truth, though, is like, this is the Falcons. Right. Can I tell you guys something? We were talking yes. on our Wednesday show about... Yes, yeah, so that was a stupid question. I don't know why. That's like when we do trivia and Heifetz like makes us say like, what is the answer? <laughs> Sorry. He's like, you uh, guys know how much a cloud weighs? And we're like pausing for the answer. He's like, go, dude. We're like, no, Heifetz, tell us how much a cloud weighs. Christ. 
You would never believe how much a cloud weighs, by the way. It's, it's like literally a billion like a pounds. billion pounds. <laughs> I guess like That's the best 10. question anyone has ever emailed us is how much the cloud. I've never thought about that. I still don't that. fucking buy it. How is it floating? It's I don't believe water. it either. It's water. It's easy. It, it, oh. Anyway. How is it floating? Does it make any it sense? It makes no make sense. fucking sense. <laughs> Planes don't make sense. Yeah, but they have engines. Oh, we're all just made of molecules. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Not going to think about that again. But if there's wet paint on the wall, I'm like, I don't know. I got to check that. Anyway, I got to tell you guys a story about Rigor Fantasy League. I have Kyle Pitts. It sucks. And yeah. he was healthy. So I cut my backup tight end, Robert Tanyan. Oh, oh tough. Robert Tanyan had fucking 10 catches for 90 yards today. Yeah, <laughs> the, the game insane. of his life. Yeah. And all I can think about. Is also didn't he have like fifty two catches like all of like his breakout season two years ago? He had Ten catches today. Yeah, because his breakout was like you know, a quarter of his catches were touchdowns. So yeah, I, as much as even like five days ago, we were like, you can't cut Kyle Pitts, part because he's really talented and mm-hmm. probably do for more touchdowns, which happened, and part because you'll feel so dumb if he's good later right like the only thing worse than holding on to him would be holding on to him cutting him and then be good having said that he scored today but we're consistently talking about the falcons throwing teens passes like for all the shit we give about the bears about the bears being like navy and we keep comparing the bears to the navy quarterback every year because they don't throw the falcons (laughs) are like right there with them. And honestly, I actually think by the end of the season, the Falcons, not the Bears, will probably have the fewest pass attempts to the NFL this season. At what point is it borderline like impossible for Kyle Pitts to be more than like just right. the most athletic and fastest and talented streaming tight end that you can pick up when like like Darren Waller is just on by. Like how is it even possible for him to be good at this point if Mario is having 14 completions? I mean, it's tough. So right now, after six weeks, Falcons are averaging 22 attempts per game, 22.8. The, the Bears are 19. So, it's But, like, close. think about that, 22. So if, if Kyle Pitts commands 20% of the targets, which is, like, pretty good. Right. Four, Give him 25. Four, four or five targets a game? Yeah. That's nothing. Compare that to the Cardinals, who are averaging 42 attempts per game. Yeah, Matt Ryan just hucking the ball. <laughs> 58 times today. Like, also, we talk, if you wanted to trade Kyle Pitts and you're in a 10-team league, how many people would even listen? Two? The pro yeah, like literally if you want to think about it another way, it's like you have to depend on other teams are playing like two games. Like these these other players from like the Cardinals, the Bills, the Bucks, Chargers, they're playing they have the opportunity to play two games whereas Kyle Pitts is playing one game. Like think of it that way. Like these guys yeah. are going to get two games to outscore you. Yes. <laughs> like, that's like that the, sucks. I, I kind of can't believe we've never played that way before and I think we should do that for Kyle literally Pitts the rest of our one careers. Half of football. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Robert Tanyan got 12 targets. That's How that's many easier. games does yeah. Kyle Pitts have to play to get 12 targets? I probably 3 games yeah. probably. 3 sometimes. Oh god. Yeah. So well, that was depressing. Okay. So but no no, where can you cut Kyle Pitts? No. No. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why not? I'm out of reasons. We're halfway through the fucking season. Because it's week seven. Because we're stubborn. That's why. No, I'm, no. I'm getting there. It's not bro. even stubborn. I'm, it's it's still smart to keep Kyle Pitts. <laughs> it's who are you replacing him with? Right. That's the problem. <sighs> Literally, we, we the guy who made the website for us. Literally anyone. <laughs> Jelani fine. Woods. It's the, I'm today. feeling like <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Jelani Woods. That's the problem. <laughs> the biggest human being in the Jelani world. Jelani Woods was that. Anyway, okay, we can move on. Uh Jelani Woods had more yards than Pitts today. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my God. 
Uh, I don't really want to acknowledge Kenya Drake. Yeah. He looked pretty good. He actually looked very spry. <laughs> we, I think we said several no. times during the game, damn, Ken, Kenja Drake looks awesome. They, they, we we like, 10 men on the field for his run. We like said that, and then like Mina and Bill didn't say anything. And then like five minutes later, Kenya Drake had like another run. And Mina was like, he does kind of look spry. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Kenya Drake RB6 on the week? 119 yards and a touchdown? A team should, there should be a team who experiments with, um, they don't have any running backs. They just sign a new one every week. Oh my God. They could do that. One fresh game, and you just say, hey, we'll pay you $100,000. Just go nuts this week. Send it, and then we'll let you go. You know what would be kind of crazy? I mean, the Ravens are kind of doing that. <laughs> you know what would be kind of nuts? And Justice I don't know why Hill. This yeah. isn't doable. Uh, Mike Davis. How many other freaking guys have they played this, year, this week? You know this how, year? like, in they have Latavius like, Murray at one point? Sounds right. Yeah. I don't know. You know, in the normal world, no, that you was... can, like, hire anyone. Wait, did they? I know he's on Denver now. He yeah. was on the Saints. La- do you remember last year, had they, had, they had, like... All the old washed up guys ever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> DK, I'm just teaching DK how to put the mic in front yeah. of my mouth. <laughs> Craig just reached over and put the mic in front of my mouth. But and like you said, sorry. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what are the people going to think? I have to now explain what I'm doing. Otherwise, just like a random sorry will have popped up in the middle of the pod. The irony is you said something away from the mic and it didn't sound like great. So. All right. You anyway, didn't help yourself. Hypes, what was your thing about the normal world? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you could just, you know, a team that was out of running backs, could, you know, just like hire one of the college running backs to like play for them and g- go back to school? Why can't they do that? Uh, I'm sure there's some rules. That- I know the rule, but the rules are dumb. I'm saying it would be kind of cool if you could just be like, hey, college student, we need work. Like if you ignore that like, there's a draft and there's rules, it's just like, hey, college student. We-. Like think about what is this thought experiment? What are we doing here? Because I'm saying, like, I, a team should just experiment with, like, signing a different running back off the street every yeah. day. And Heifetz is like, what if he just signed college running backs for, for a game? <laughs> okay. Sure. They just skip their game on Saturday? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> just, just I like it. No bad questions. <laughs> no bad ideas. No stupid questions. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Seems dumb, but okay. All right. Are there any other stat lines we don't, know, don't want to acknowledge? Uh, maybe Ma- Malcolm Brown's existence, once again. I, I just... Not really into that. Can we, talk about the, <laughs> can we talk about all the receivers? Like the first like six receivers to score a touchdown today were like Paris Campbell. And then uh, it was Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce, Dante Pettis. And who was the other one? I don't remember. Taekwon, Taekwon, Taekwon Thornton, Thornton had two. Uh, you know what's one other one? We're just not acknowledging that Corey Davis is the best receiver on the Jets. <laughs> I think Elijah Moore can be dropped. I'm, oh my I'm, God, he had zero down. targets today. He can be dropped. Dude, Corey Gosh. Davis every week is like the top performer and we're just like, no, Garrett Wilson and Elijah yeah. Moore are so good. Yeah. It's it's Corey Davis. He plays the most snaps. He runs the most routes. It's Corey Davis. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, this is a very important moment. Burn book. Man, I mean, is it Elijah Moore at this point? Oh, that's good. I feel Elijah like it kind of has to be. He is, I mean, literally. You worthless. know what? That's true. But in terms of like, uh, you know, like value, how much value you're losing, have we burned this person yet? Let me check. It's Najee Harris. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> he was a first round pick. Where is how many? He's what did he do bad. today? I, I also can't see. believe we were cowards and burned Baker Mayfield instead of DJ Moore. Oh God! I know we did kind of cop out of that. Najee Harris had eleven points today, but like he's never had more than eleven points this year. 
So no one's happy. But, so what does this mean, though? Are you going to bench him forever, dude? He's like a flex. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit. Much. I kind of can't believe we didn't bench. Like it's almost like we need to issue. It's got to be either DJ. DJ Moore had three catches for seven yards today. God, dude. And that wasn't his worst game of the season. I think it's got to be either DJ Moore. It's got to be the Moore, both Moores. DJ Moore, can I just read you? All right. The Moore brothers. DJ Moore. I know they're not brothers, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> DJ Moore had seven yards this week, and then three weeks ago, he had two yards in a the game. The Super Morio brothers. Sorry. No. Just popped in my head. It's really late. <laughs> Who's the other Moore? I was We're saying Elijah attention. Moore and DJ Moore. They're not oh, brothers. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the Moores. The Moore brothers. And then we'll wait till Najee has a worst game and, and burn Najee later. Yeah. I'm I not, don't think we can burn Najee. Th- if he averages 10 points a game for the entire season, that is a colossal disappointment. Yeah, but you're still able to start him and get points. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Show me burning Rodgers. <laughs> I've never seen Craig so disappointed with me. All right. All right. What are we doing? <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers? That's right. No, Why, that's not what we're doing. Why we we didn't agree on that. The Moors. DJ Moore and Elijah They're Moore. really the lesses. That's what we should be calling them. Right. Okay. So that's DJ that, that was, was that a worse joke? I mean, no, it was a little bit better. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it was great. I'm just saying it was not as bad. <laughs> All right. Is that what we got? So we're doing both DJ and Elijah? I think DJ and Elijah more, yeah. I just like how we're just... Should we burn Rondell? He was fine. No, he's fine. Rondell, okay. I thought the last thing was funny. I mean, it was fine. It was, I mean, was kind of like low-hanging fruit. It was right there. Mine yeah. had to take a little bit of thought to get to mine. <laughs> yeah. A little too much. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Uh, thank you. Oh no, I, I was thinking what we, we're we all short circuiting. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Well, we want to mention we have a special surprise. Yeah, well, let's go do Lauren first. fantasy show. Speaking of Lauren, oh, am I supposed to say a band right now? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you, you, thank you, Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, they did a ringer. Uh, oh yeah, ringer room. Oh, did they? They came yeah, and performed. They, all right. Uh, if you have made it this far, I assume you like our Congrats. podcast. Congrats. Yeah. We will be doing a rewatchables tomorrow. Hmm. Do we? We not allowed to say what movie? It's Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Craig's like, I'm finally in charge. Yes. I mean, it's like people are going to be listening to this tomorrow. That's exactly. true. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes so, out tomorrow. Yeah, the rewatchables feed. Check it out. Craig produces, and we're is this two fifty what episode of the rewatchables two fifty. Oh, I, I, I don't know the exact number. Yeah, around 250, 260-ish. Um, yeah, Pineapple Express. Oh man, it'll come out tomorrow night. Amazing. It'll be just the three of us. We're very excited. We're very grateful to Bill yeah. for allowing yeah. us to do this. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah. Also, I got to watch that movie like three times this weekend. It was amazing. Thug Live. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Check that out. And, yeah, goodbye, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 